Back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. time in Husker Athletics, not just because Casey Tamanaga is returning to Nebraska, though that is huge. On the Nebraska football side, they're getting ready for camps and visitors and just a big week that June is, so we figure we better get prepared for it, and what better way to do that than invite Brian Munson of Husker Online in on three back on the show. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, and we got you when it comes to this big weekend, man. There's a nice group of official visitors, and I'm sure we'll get to here shortly, man. But yeah, this is the the start of the start of June is here, so therefore we will be uh, trying to bring you the best coverage over there on Husker Online to get all these guys covered. Yeah, it's a, it's a big time of the year for you guys, and let's just, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, what is what what is kind of the first camp that we're we're looking at around the corner, and and, and what is Nebraska doing as far as bringing guys in? Yeah, so you you do have camps kind of kind of spinning up here a little bit. Um, it, it's interesting because they kick off actually on Sunday. I think I'm going off the top of my head, and you know it, it's it's such an interesting thing because they're they're doing so well. And I say this because um, I think that where they're at currently, like with the 2024 class, it just kind of is what it is. They're, they are they are where they are at right now in their 2024 class. They they've got they've got the the, the commitments already on board. Um, you know I think what they're at seven commits. Uh, I think that they would want to kind of bring that you know maybe double that total um, over the over the next coming three months or so before they kind of go into the season. And obviously there's going to be some guys that they're going to want to they want to come in during their official visit, you know, later on in the fall. But I, as far as like the camps go, I, I don't foresee like a lot of movement happening with 2024 offers. I really kind of view the camps this year a lot more at like, they, they want to, they want to get a better feeling for the 25 guys and the 26 guys that are out there. I think they still are kind of trying to work to, to get their arms around around that group of players, particularly you know in the area, I mean they spent a lot of time out there on the road um, during during the last two months to kind of get the offers out there to twenty to twenty four guys number one to twenty five guys after that, and and I think that they're you know they they really feel like they they they're at where they are with the twenty twenty four guys. But you know they'll they'll have that weekend. I think it's the fourth. Uh, yeah, is that Sunday? Yeah. So they start off on Sunday, and then actually on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday they're on the road. They're actually at a satellite camp down here in Texas. They'll be at the Mary Harden Baylor camp on Monday. That's a two session camp, and then I think it's Houston Christian is the other school that they'll be at down there um, on. I think it's Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, so they'll be in Texas next week, and then they come back and start up things again on that following Saturday on June 10th when they'll be back on campus kind of getting into the football camps and specialist camps. So then they get into uh, a little bit later on, they have like a fullback, fullback camp and a postgraduate camp, which I think it's really interesting how Rule has kind of expanded the grades that they're looking for. Typically it was a 9 through 12 thing. Now with the transfer portal, 
uh, and everything kind of out there, they're looking for ninth graders through college juniors. And they, and they actually have a post-grad camp, like kind of a free agent thing. You know, you're hanging out there. You've gone through, you know, high school free agent, uh, junior college free agent, uh, portal guys that have not found a place to land. There's a camp for you, too, on June 13th as the post-grad camp. So really interesting way to kind of go about doing it. I think the one the one takeaway I have as far as the, 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 the camp schedule, just one Friday Night Lights camp. That's all you got. It's June 16th. I know that everybody's kind of like, you know, talked about it before with, you know, previous staffs coming in, supporting that. I, I think that that probably would still be a thing. Obviously, parents are still allowed to kind of go to all the camps anyway to watch and, and attend and see how things are going. But just one Friday Night Lights camp this spring under Matt Rule, which I thought was a very interesting thing to kind of take note of. But uh, the official visitors this weekend, great group. Um, I mean, obviously, they'll have a chance to see, I think, part of the stuff that's going to happen on the 4th. But really, they should be uh, getting to Lincoln, you know, tomorrow and be there Friday, Saturday, probably out early on Sunday morning. So the coaches will be uh, on to the camp then that afternoon. And, and of course, this this month, all month long, I mean, I know the 23rd is kind of their big recruiting weekend, but we're starting off with, with this weekend. They've yep. set themselves in a pretty good position uh, just this weekend, right? Absolutely. No, nine guys coming in for official visitors. It's, it's, it's a really interesting kind of blend of what you got going on. You got a lot of skill position guys from defensive backs to wide receivers. Uh, you've got uh, then pipeline or uh, kind of in the trenches guy. You've got uh, a, a defensive lineman, you got offensive tackle, you know, uh, and then you, you bring in maybe one of your top edge prospects too. So you uh, kind of headliners here, you know, Peyton Morgan from Pflugerville, Texas was in, was in Lincoln for the spring game. He comes back. I put Nebraska at kind of a neck and neck race right now with Texas tech um, and, and his buddy uh, who will be there as well. Dante Carter from, from Cibolo steel, same high school as Tommy Armstrong. Uh, he's coming in as well. Another guy that's kind of neck and neck with Texas tech. I think the visit this weekend is pretty critical for those guys to, to get a good understanding of what's going to happen. But I, I will give you a couple of guys here that I feel like will end up part of the class mm. eventually somewhere else down the line. I don't know if they commit this weekend, but I think that they eventually get there. First one is Mario Buford, smaller, you know, younger brother of Marquise, four-star cornerback out of DeSoto, Texas. Uh, he has visited Nebraska five times before in the past. This is the sixth visit to Nebraska I think that that really spells good things as far as that's all concerned. I think that he, you know, has seen some changes, some improvements from, from you know, Scott Frost to Mickey Joseph to Matt Rule. And I think Matt Rule has dialed up, you know, the attention that he has been getting, of course, from Nebraska when it comes to recruiting. And then Caleb Pifram, you know, the Omaha Central offensive tackle, 6'5", 310 pounds. Um, He's got some things going on with Minnesota and some other schools, I think, that are still kind of drawing the attention. But I really think, like, Nebraska has stepped up their game there, trying to keep him from leaving the state. I mean, Illinois is, is obviously pushing in Iowa and, and a lot more other Big Ten schools, you know, that would like to try to try to keep him or get him to go leave the state a little bit. Uh, and I'll give you one maybe dark horse, one guy that I feel like Nebraska really, really put – a good scenario together and it really probably is their top guy at that position i like carlin jones from bay city texas i know a lot of people picking on the competition he seems to just like 
blow by everybody. I just think that that's a big guy that's that quick. And, and I, I know it's not 5A or 6A competition level down here in Texas. It's 4A. Still a lot of good 4A players. A lot of, a lot of players go on to play D1 ball from the 4A level. Uh, so that's not really a, a big stretch. But there's, there's some interesting things about this weekend, obviously. The guys that have kind of maybe made a pact about going to school together and and things obviously to watch on, but but lots of lots of kids in from Texas, lots of skill position, lots of guys in the trenches. Now with the freshmen and the newcomers moving in uh, this last week or, or during this week, how and I don't know if you'll be able to answer this, but how involved will they be in these camps, and how important is it to get the the guys who are closer in age to to these new classes, these twenty four, these twenty five guys? Um, just get them in contact with each other and maybe see if, if some peer recruiting can go on with some of the new guys who are, who have just joined the team. Now, as far as like Matt rule is concerned, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, typically last year, you know, you had that first Friday night lights camp that kind of led into an official visit weekend. You had the official visitors that were kind of out there that were kind of helping things out. You had some guys competing, you had some new offers kind of being kind of happening. You don't really have that kind of overlap. Um, you, you're, you've got the Sunday camp that kicks off. So you kind of got the official visitors kind of leaving, but to your point, the new arrival guys, I would absolutely feel like that's going to be a big thing for them to kind of come in and start to understand the culture, understand the culture of the coaching staff, of how they want things to be run, what it means to be a Husker under Matt Rule. And, and, and I, I do feel like most of the guys that are, are there, I know I caught up like with Vincent Carroll Jackson and, and Riley Van Poppel, and, and I think that they're, you know, just days away from kind of getting there. They've had a couple things kind of delay them getting up there, but um, I, I, I do feel like you're going to, you're going to have a lot of those newcomers be involved with things on Sunday when it comes to that first camp, because I, I think it's kind of that first, you know, introduction just to how things are going to be ran and maybe even kind of starting to, to really broaden that relationship, you know, with the coaching staff, you know, that, that you, that you, that you're obviously going to be, you know, changing over to from where you came from to where you're going. So I, I do feel like the, the, the new guys will be involved a lot. Now, whether it be the quarterback position or, or any other position, just kind of asking, have you heard any kind of portal news? I know with Logan Smothers officially leaving Nebraska with three quarterbacks on the roster, maybe not ideal. Is there anybody in the portal Nebraska's been kind of sniffing around it? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, not outside of the offensive tackle that Nebraska recently uh, has picked up on. I know that some people are asking about um, the, the linebacker from Oregon. Uh, I believe actually that he is in finals. Um, I want to say that he was in finals, maybe up all the way to like last week. Uh, so I, there may be some stuff there still like with, with Taggart from Oregon, I know that some Nebraska coaches were actually following him a little bit. I, I don't think he's taken any of their visits except to BYU. Uh, it, that may be one to kind of keep an eye on. I, I know Nebraska is going to kind of um, keep things open, but I, I just feel like uh, they, they, you know they got lucky with the with the Utah offensive tackle. I feel like that that is going to be a good player. I love the amount of eligibility that he has left. You know this kind of 
uh, raw still kind of deal, uh, dude that can, you can get in there and still develop and, and kind of mold him one way and not have to kind of like rebuild the body and stuff like that. And he's a huge guy. I mean, he's, he's way bigger than we tout him on the on three profile, but there's just nothing I can do to update that. So I, I don't, I, I think other than Taggart, the linebacker from Oregon, things have been very, very quiet on the portal front. And, and it really is not too surprising between, I think the guys still exiting the program, uh, guys finishing up school. I think you have some walk-ons being awarded scholarships, et cetera. I think that they're still doing their best to kind of manage that 85 number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one final question with Nebraska's kind of games, uh, the announced the TV networks, you know, you start off with two uh, games on Fox. That's huge. And then of course the Iowa game back to CBS and, you know, away from BTN where it's been the last couple of years, do these national, you know, three letter network national TV games, are they as important as they, they were in past? I mean, is this still a big deal in recruiting for Nebraska? I think it is. I mean, you're, you're trying to re promote your, you're you're really repackaging Nebraska. You're you're trying and I don't know if repackaging is the right word. You're you're now trying to show what Matt Rule has been able to do in the short amount of time that he's been there since November to kind of get things together. So through one spring, through one recruiting class, it really wasn't all his own, but you know, able to kind of do the best that he can to bring some players in that he wants that he feels like are more in line with what he's trying that he needs to do to be a, to be successful in Lincoln. This is the these are the first these are the first things to go out there and kind of see the progress, to see where things are at. Lots of new names, lots of new faces. How's that offense going to look? What's that defense going to look like? Three, three, five. Okay, show me what it, what what it is, and let me see what the personnel kind of look like that you have currently there in Nebraska, and 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 kind of start to understand the 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 skills that are needed to kind of put at those spots. I think that it's incredibly important. I think that that. You know, Coach White and Coach Satterfield and all the other assistant coaches want to tell some of these guys that are that that they're recruiting. You know, hey, tune in when we're in Boulder. Tune in when we you know take on so and so, and it's it's a nationally televised game. You don't need the Big Ten package to catch us in these games. We're going to be there nationally televised, and you're going to have a chance to see yourself kind of fitting into what it is that we're trying to do. I think that that's incredibly important because I think Nebraska is still. That's the gap. The gap that they have right now in recruiting is is not on you know the the staff to to show love, to show attention, to to have the right approach. the 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 gap right now is the how they're going to get there on the football field, turning the L's to W's. That's going to be the big part now. It does that's the next improvement or the next step that they have to make. He's Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. Brian, thanks for joining us once again today. Have a great rest of the week, guys. We'll see you soon. All right, you too. There he goes. Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. Once again, joining us every Thursday and getting us caught up to date on the latest in Husker recruiting. All right, let's take a quick break here on 93.7 The Ticket on the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll be back uh, with the crossover. Nick will join us uh, from Happy Hour to get us going there. Got some college football notes to go over, including Paul Chris, former house up for sale in Wisconsin. That's always fun. All right, we'll talk about that coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler 93.7 The Ticket.